Uh, hey, what's going on, everybody? So I got a question for you. What do you think the difference is between people who are very successful, who are fulfilled, have purpose in their life, they're truly happy, versus everyone else? What makes the difference? We're gonna answer that question for you on today's program. So I wanna welcome you. This is the Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Callaway from CoachCalloway.com, founder of the 1% Club and America's Coach. And you are not here by mistake. Today's podcast is gonna be fantastic. And we will see if you can handle the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. All right, I'm so glad you're here. We're going to change your life today. We're just going to tell you how it is, though. We don't have time to sugarcoat anything. This podcast is based in the truth, it's based in faith, it's based in success. My mission, my purpose, my calling is to empower you to reach your full potential, to see you succeed, for you to live a life of purpose and happiness and fulfillment, and it's going to be all based in delivering the truth, success strategies, principles, and rooted in faith. But it takes unfiltered truth to make all of that happen, so I've got to give it to you straight. So today's show is titled Predecide Better Choices, Better Life. So I had started the show out with the question, what do you think the difference is between people who are very successful, fulfilled, happy in life and everyone else? And I'm talking about, I mean, people who have great and meaningful relationships, they're strong, healthy in their marriage. I mean, they got a great marriage. They had great friendships. They're strong financially. I mean, they're sound financially in their financial life. They're generous people. They give to others and make a positive impact. They really are fulfilled in what they do and they have purpose in what they do. I mean, and most importantly, they're happy. I mean, they're happy in life. They're not overly stressed and worried and have anxiety. They're also thankful and grateful people. I mean, they love what they do. They love their job. They value their job. They value their relationships that they have, their family. I mean, they're really enjoying life and things are going well for them. And then there's probably the majority or more than half of people don't fit into those categories. Instead, they're struggling. They're not content. They're, they're really, truly not happy. I mean, they have challenging relationships. They have a challenging a job because they don't really like where they work or they don't like people that they work with. They're trying to hold their marriage together. Their kids are, you know, in and out of trouble. They are stressed out. They're struggling financially. They've made a bunch of financial bad decisions that, you know, just a lot of things to worry about between relationships and money and debt. Maybe they overburdened with debt in their life. Uh, you know, the relationships, they, they're just not happy. And they could be getting more out of life and they feel like things are stacked against them and that they, you know, just don't have a break, right? I think the majority of people probably fall in that category of people versus the first category of people that I mentioned to you. So what's the difference? What makes you in the category of happy, fulfilled, purpose, got everything cooking, going right? And then the other one where you have anxiety and stress and worry and freaking things aren't going right. Well, I'll tell you what it's not. And it's not, the difference is not what a lot of people think. 
because people want to find outside reasons and outside excuses to blame their circumstances on. And that's just the truth. And typically it's not the outside circumstances or the outside forces that are you know, building the pressure and the unhappiness in your life. It's not their intelligence. You know, people say, well, you know, I'm just, you know, I don't have the degree and I don't have the, the uh, background or the intelligence. It's, it has nothing to do with intelligence because we've all seen smart people, really smart people who are miserable in life, who are stressed out and unhappy in life, right? Of course we have. It's not your talent or your ability. So we've seen talented people who are broke and have horrible relationships. It's not where you come from. It's not your background. It's not your family. We've all seen people who come from really difficult situations and backgrounds and disastrous families, yet they make it. They're extremely successful. They're happy. They got things turned around. They created a new branch on their family tree because they got things right when everyone else got things wrong. So what does it all boil down to? Where it all boils down to simply our decisions. It's our decisions. It's what the things that we decide to focus on, the things that we decide to put our attention to. It's the things that we decide to do. It's those decisions that we make. That's what our outcomes in life boil down to. Our decisions are incredibly important. It's 100% about the decisions we make. That's the difference. It is, in fact, the quality of your decisions that determine the quality of your life. You make your decisions, then your decisions end up making you. So when you, when you're, when you make a decision, you're ultimately making your future right before your eyes. I mean, right in the moment of decision, you're deciding what tomorrow is going to be like based on the decisions that we're making. And the problem is most of us are not good decision makers, and that's the truth as well. And why is that? You know, we want to eat right, as an example. Let's talk about health for a minute. We want to eat right, but then we decide to eat more than we should and eat bad and eat unhealthy. We want to be wise with our money, right, and make good financial decisions, but we decide to buy things we can't afford, shouldn't buy. We put value in things that are unnecessary. We waste our money. We go into debt buying things that we think are going to fulfill us in some way, and it just doesn't. It actually creates, it doesn't create fulfillment in life when we buy those things. It creates stress, anxiety, and worry because we've gone into debt to get them. We want to make wise decisions with our words, right? But then we decide to say things that we regret. And I know for a fact that I've been a horrible decision maker at times in my life. So you need to be honest with yourself. We all are bad decision makers, sometimes horrible decision makers, in our life but we have to limit those bad decisions and make more quality decisions if we want a better reality for our life so i know an example that i've made i can tell you plenty of bad decisions that i regret making in my life that created an outcome that i wish was not the the truth for me but it was so but when I've made good decisions, we even struggle with that, right? I can relate to that. I know you can too. Sometimes we know what the right decision is. We know what the quality good decision is, yet we struggle to make the good decision. Even though we know what the decision should be, we struggle with it. And we often choose to make the wrong decision knowing better. We know better, but we make the bad decision instead of the good decision anyway. Can you relate? Can you be honest with yourself and relate to that? How many of you have ever done something you regret? How many of you have made dumb decisions? How many of you can point to things that you've done that you know before you made them, before you made the decision, you knew it was going to create a negative outcome in your life, but you made it anyway? 
You know, why do we do that? Well, that's a great question. And I'm going to give you some practical steps of so that you can be aware of how to make good decisions instead of bad decisions. And why do we make these bad decisions? And here's the first thing, the first practical thing I want to share with you is we get overwhelmed by the amount of choices we have to make. And when we're overwhelmed by the sure volume of choices we have to make on a single day, every 24 hours, the amount of choices we all have to make is staggering. I bet you didn't know that you probably make around 35,000 decisions every day. Every 24 hours, you're having to make a choice around 35,000 different things in a day. Some very small, obviously, but then there's those one or two major decisions that we make that really have significant impact in our life. And we become overwhelmed by the amount of choices we have to make and we become fatigued. And we're gonna talk about that a little more. But when we become overwhelmed by the choices, uh, it, it just creates an, an atmosphere and a mental attitude of probably opening ourselves up to make a bad decision somewhere along the way in that particular day. And you may say to yourself, there's no way that I make 35,000 decisions a day. And actually you do. Studies have proven it. They have studied this and that the average human every 24 hours makes around 35,000 decisions in a day. And that is a massive amount. You know, just give you some examples of just how they add up. It's like, you know, when you wake up, as soon as your eyes open, you start making decisions. You wake up, your eyes open, first decision. Do I lay here for a little while longer or do I go ahead and get up? You know, what do I do when I get up? Do I go eat? What do I eat? What do I wear? Do I wear this shirt and that shirt? Do I wear these shoes, those shoes? You know, do I check social media? How long am I staying on social media? Do I comment on that post or, you know, comment or tap or read this? What do I look at? How do I drive to work? Do I go this way or that way? Check with traffic, make a decision on which way to go. Do I have that conversation with that person or do I tell this other person this thing I know I need to tell them or do I just stay quiet? I mean, just decision, decision, decision. They just start from right when you open your eyes, you start making all these decisions. And along the course of the day, you make tens of thousands of decisions. So we have to make sure that we're making our choices and our decisions are quality decisions. But just because of the main volume of decision making that we do every day, we literally become fatigued at making decisions. In fact, cognitive scientists have studied this and they've termed a phrase, and it is that you become decision fatigued. I mean, you can become decision fatigued because of the volume that you're making. And when you do that, you, become, you begin not to care about the decisions you make. So relate to that. So think about it, that at the end of the day, towards the end of the day, you get home from work, you've made all, you've made you know, 25 or 30,000 decisions all day, you're just tired, you're fatigued, and then there's a big decision that you gotta make with your family that afternoon. You know, at six or seven o'clock at night, all of a sudden you're presented with a choice, you gotta make a decision, and you're just fatigued, and you, you get to a place where you don't care as much, and you're like, I don't even care, just do this. We do it with our diet all the time. Maybe we start out the day strong. We're like, we're going to eat healthy today. We're not going to eat those bad things. We're going to make better choices around our food choices so that we can be healthier. And then at the end of the day, when it comes to dinner time, you're just tired and wore out from all the decisions you had to make all day. And you don't care. And you tell yourself, I'm just going to eat fast food. I'm just going to eat this horrible meal right here because I don't care. I deserve it. I've had a tough day. So I'm going to make a bad choice on my eating tonight because that fatigue of the day has now created 
the wrong decision or a decision of, uh, you know, that's going to probably have a negative impact instead of a positive impact on your life. I know you can relate to that. The second thing I want to point out to you is a lot of us are just afraid of making the wrong decision and fear being afraid of making the right or wrong decision paralyzes us. And then we go into what I call full analyzation mode. We say, well, I'm not sure if this school's perfect or that school's perfect. I'm not sure if this job is the right job for me or should I look elsewhere? I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm scared to make the wrong decision. This is a big decision. And, I'm, and I get paralyzed and I just start to overanalyze and just think through the decision far too much. And when we overanalyze things, we're opening ourselves up to probably making the wrong decision. Sometimes our gut and our spirit and our soul, you know, right away knows the right decision to make. But then we get our flesh involved and we start to analyze this and analyze that and weigh this against the other thing. And, and then we start asking for other people's opinion because we're afraid, afraid to make the wrong decision. And then we get someone's bad opinion because they they give you the opinion based on their circumstances and their life. And it's not based on your circumstances or your life, but we put value in their opinion. And one thing leads to another, and then we just get scared of making the wrong choice. And we overanalyze and we over, you know, look into things that we shouldn't be looking into. And all the while, sometimes your spirit and your gut will just tell you the right thing. And we're scared that if we make the quick decision, it might be the wrong decision. And I'm not telling you to think through things and to analyze things because obviously sometimes the reverse of that happens. We just make a snap decision and a snap decision is wrong. So you got to really be conscious of that. Am I making a snap decision, you know, based on no information and don't have the facts that could come back to haunt us and be a negative thing. But most of the time, the fear of that causes us to also make wrong decisions. So there's got to be balance to that, but it's hard to find that balance, right? But it is key. So don't, but don't be afraid of making the wrong choice. Overanalyzing things and having inactivity is a decision in itself. Inactivity is a massive barrier to success. And when you put the brakes on and you're not willing to make a decision, then you become emotional and you start to let emotions overrule logic sometimes. Just make a logical, fact-based uh, decision and move on. Don't become fearful and become paralyzed and have inactivity. That is the worst thing you can do because I promise you, when you have that happen and emotions start to overrule the logic and the facts, then you're opening yourself up for making the wrong decision for sure. We all do that, right? But think about that. Write that down. Inactivity is a massive barrier to success. So if you want quality decisions and you want success in your life, you can't not move out of the fear of moving. You cannot decide by the fear of making the wrong choice. You know, the quality of our decisions determines the quality of our lives. I get it. But you can't be afraid of making decisions. Get the facts. Get the logic behind it. Pros and cons. It's not as hard as we make it out to be, right? Just make the decision. Don't be scared of the wrong decision because that's going to lead you to the bad decision. No activity and no action equals no progress. We're looking to progress every day. We're, we're looking to get things behind us and make progress. And we can't make progress by being paralyzed and stuck. So what's the solution to all these reasons that I just laid out? And, these, and there's plenty of reasons we make bad decisions, but these key and fundamental things that I just talked about are really the, the big ones in our life. So 
the first solution is we have to pre-decide. Pre-decision is a powerful tool. You start by setting standards. Decide on what you want to accomplish. What do you want to get out of your life? And here's the key. You decide prior to having to make the actual decision in the moment of decision making. There is power in choosing ahead of time before you're in that moment of decision is a critical principle to making good decisions that line up with your life goals and what you want to accomplish in your life. Secondly, lean into your faith. Your faith should be a guide. It should be your guide to setting the standards that we just talked about. In pre-decision, you kind of set the standards that you want to live by in your life and what you're trying to accomplish. Well, if you'll lean into your faith as you set those standards, your faith should be the foundation of your pre-decisioning process. Look, God helps us make the right decisions. Your spirit is your God. The spirit, the Holy Spirit on the inside of each of us is your God. And if you're not a believer, maybe you, you don't believe that you have a, a Holy Spirit from God given to you, then you know you may call it your gut. You're just making a gut decision. However you want to classify or categorize that internal feeling, that internal voice, that what it is on the inside of us that uh, guides us, we all have that. It, I believe it's the Spirit of God in us. But again, if it's not, maybe you just call it it's your gut feeling, whatever it is. Lean into that. Lean into that Spirit of God in you to make your decisions ahead of time, then that helps you set the values and the standards that you have in life. And for me, I believe it's God's Holy Spirit that allows me to have a, a, a compass that points me in the right direction and gives me clarity of thought. So in those moments of pre-deciding, I'm making it based on honoring what I believe God is, is putting on my spirit to do instead of making an emotional decision in the moment of decision making. Huge difference in that. You know, scripture tells us in Proverbs 16, 3, that whatever we do, that we should commit it to the Lord, commit whatever we do to God, you know, commit to God's guidance in our decision making. So if you're married, commit your marriage and the decisions that you and your, your spouse makes or the decisions you make in regards to your marriage. You know, use God's guidance to make those decisions in your parenting. Commit your parenting and your children to God's guidance and your financial decisions. Commit your financial decisions in to God's guidance. If you're dating someone, commit that dating relationship to God's guidance. If you're making professional decisions, work-related decisions, commit your work-related job, career, and professional decisions to God's guidance. And if you'll just sit down and say, here's how I'm going to decide to react, to respond in the moment of decision, whenever that comes in the future, that I've used God's guidance in pre-establishing those things, it'll put us in a position to make the right decision, to make a quality decision instead of an emotional bad or wrong decision in our life. So commit to God and allow Him to help you set those standards, set those values, and make those decisions well before you ever have to make them. And this is honoring to God. And the scripture also tells us that God will honor, if we will honor him, he will honor us. It says that if we'll honor God, then he will establish our ways or establish our plans. It also tells us to seek him first, seek the kingdom of God first and seek his righteousness first. And then everything else will be added to you. So everything in your life that you're seeking, if you'll seek him first and his you know, guidance first, 
and his righteousness first, then everything else in your life, all your financial decisions, all your relationship, marriage, parenting, financial decisions, all those things that we have to decide, then God is going to add those things to us and put us in a position to succeed, to prosper, and to be happy, fulfilled, and have purpose in whatever it is that we're doing. So that is very important. But here's the key. I want you to think about practically doing this. Sit down and establish your values. Sit down and establish the standards that you want to live by. And base it and lean into your faith to do that. And then I'm telling you, if you'll do that, you'll be better equipped and prepared to make the right decision the majority of the time, if not all the time, right? So, I mean, even in little things, someone cuts you off in traffic, you've already pre-decided that in the moment of frustration, when someone cuts you off in traffic, you're not going to yell and shoot them the bird and tell them to go to hell. Instead, you've already pre-decided in that moment of frustration, the next time someone frustrates me or whatever it is, I'm just going to pray for them in a positive way instead of yelling at them or getting frustrated. You know, we're going to pre-decide how to respond to moments prior to the moment showing up in our life. You know, because when we get frustrated, we, we're, we're going to lash out. You know, we get frustrated with our spouse or with our children or with our boss or with our employees or with our friends. We've already pre-decided how we want to deal with that frustration so that when it happens, it's not an emotional response. It's a quality response based on how we've already pre-decided to respond in that moment. So that is an absolute key principle that will put you in a much happier place, a place of purpose that you're now making decisions based on the values and standards that you have pre-decided is going to be what guides your life. And then you plug in your faith component to that and lean into God and let him guide you on those values and those standards. And man, now you have set yourself up on a strong foundation, right? So sit down and establish those things. What do you value? Ask yourself right now, what do you value in life? What are the most important things to you? Because these are going to be different for everybody. What are your standards? And how do you want to respond in situations? I mean, when people talk about you, what do you want them to say? When people think about you, what do you want them to think about? When people, you know you know, or having conversations about you, what do you want those conversations to sound like? You know, what, what, what is the person that you want to be? What's the character that you want to have in your life? Who is that person that you're wanting to be and that you want others to see in you? What do you want to be known for? What do you want to be characterized by? And when people describe you, what do you want that description to sound like? What do you want your reputation to be? Think about that. Think about your values and your standards, man, and predetermine, you know, I'm going to make decisions based on these things. And when that moment shows up, you're ready, baby. You're ready to make the right decision in every area of life, in personal decisions, family decisions, married decisions, parenting decisions, certainly career, job, financial, all of those things, the exact same principle applies into every possible decision you make. Even how you dress, how you dress, what's your standards, your values, how, how do you want people to see you? That's how we're going to, you know, that's the way we're going to dress and that's the way we're going to portray who we are. And then, of course, with the big decisions. You know, financially, what do you, what do you want people to say about you? Man, they're in debt. They're always buying things they shouldn't buy. And they always having to borrow money and do this and do that. I mean, is that the person you want to be? You want to be overwhelmed and stressed and, you know, worried about how to pay bills? Or do you want to make sound financial decisions? In every area of life, use this principle. And I promise you, you will be more successful in your decision making. Because it gets rid of the making it frustrated, tired, overwhelmed, don't care decision anymore.
So do that. You know, do you like the direction that your decisions have taken you so far? If you don't like the direction of your life or where you are in life in a certain category of life, then you got to do something about it, right? It's time to take back control in that area of your life. It's time to pre-decide to do something different than what you've done before. You know, we can't change our future if we make the same decisions we made in the past. Pre-decisions, better choices, better life. That's a fact and that's the truth for today. All right, look, if you haven't been out to CoachCalloway.com, go make that happen right now. CoachCalloway.com and be a one percenter. It is one of the best decisions that you'll make is get into the 1% Club, become a member. We have a free membership level. It's called the Gold Membership. It's absolutely free to get into 1% Club. No reason for you not to be there. We're going to give you success strategies and principles and wisdom and hopefully instruction and coaching that will bring benefit value to your life. Go get into the 1% Club. Get it, 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 Take advantage of that free membership offer out at CoachCalloway.com. All right, as always, make plays, not excuses. And always, always inspire to be better. Until next time, God bless. Go be great.